the manufacturer of a product knows how best it is supposed to function. And that is why every manufacturer includes a manual to teach users how to get the best out of his product. God manufactured the first marriage when he brought Eve to Adam and he created it for your good. But when you don't have time to pay attention to his manual or his instructions, you may find yourself experiencing preventable hardships in your relationship. I'm Wonola, and here in Courtship and Marriage, we are committed to giving you godly advice from scriptures that is sure to make your relationship as good and successful as God intended it to be. Follow this podcast to stay updated with godly wisdom that will help you build a successful relationship. Welcome back. Talking about obstacles to good in-law relationship. Today specifically, we're going to be looking at the first obstacle to good in-law relationships and that is the attachment syndrome. What does this mean? This is a situation whereby your spouse is still so attached to his or her parents or siblings or friends and therefore are unable to really become one with you. Or your spouse's family is so attached to their child, to their sibling, that they prevent both of you from truly becoming one and making your life decisions together. Obviously, this situation is very uncomfortable for everybody involved, but especially for you when it is your spouse who has this attachment syndrome. So how do you deal with this attachment syndrome? The first thing I want you to know is that it is not God's will for your spouse to still be attached to his or a family of origin after marriage. We can see that clearly in Genesis chapter 2 verse 24 that says therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh it is clear that god's will is for a man or a woman to leave father and mother and cleave to your spouse and be one flesh it cannot be any clearer than that i like the way Bishop David Oedipo and Pastor Fedor Oedipo described it in their book. They called it the law of departure. And I quote, The law of departure is about gaining parental independence before marriage. This does not mean that you have nothing to do with them anymore. Rather, it means your ability to take decisions independent of your parents and accepting responsibility for such decisions. There must be a total departure from parents and friends before there can be a total cleaving of husband and wife. There must be a total departure before there can be a total cleaving. And it does not mean that you have nothing to do with your family of origin anymore. It does not mean you don't associate with them. It does not mean that you are not friendly with them. It just means that every decision that is regards Your new family is because you and your partner or your children, you take it independent of any other outside influence. You take it independent of your parents, independent of your siblings, independent of your friends. It means that your spouse is the sole contributor to decision-making process. Your spouse is the only 
other person involved in the decision making process and this is so crucial because that is how you become one it is when you begin to take decisions together and reap the consequences whether for good or for evil that you are really living out your oneness or the oneness that god has ordained for marriage so the attachment syndrome is not god's will for any godly marriage and that is why it is so uncomfortable to deal with so how do you handle it if you have noticed that your partner is overly attached to his parents or his siblings and you are not really the one making the decisions in your home it's the family the in-laws that are making the decisions how do you handle this situation the first thing you need to do is to sit down and discuss it with your partner because he or she may be unaware that such attachment exists for example, when I just got married, I remember a particular time I was turning something over in my mind and my husband had gone to work and I was alone with the baby. So I called my mom and I was telling her that this is what I'm thinking, that is what I'm thinking and what does she think about it? And thank God for godly parents. The first thing that she asked me was, what have you and your husband decided? And I was taken aback because I realized I had not yet discussed it with my husband. If she was not a scriptural godly parent, she would have given me her own advice and expected me to go along with it, which would just be her being a parent, right? It was my fault bringing it to her in the first place before taking it to my husband. But because of that question that she asked me, I was able to realize that, okay, I still have this attachment syndrome to my mom. I'm still so close to her that I feel like, I have to run every decision through her first, right? Before I even talk with my husband. It was so natural for me to do that. So your partner may not be aware that he or she still has that attachment syndrome. First of all, bring it to their notice. That I've noticed that when we want to decide something, you always ask your parents first or you always talk to this, your sibling or this, your friend. I feel that you're supposed to call me first you're supposed to talk to me first we're supposed to decide this together then if we now decide that we need the counsel of somebody else to guide us then we can both look for a neutral person to discuss this with right so bring it to their attention in that way in a gentle and kind manner not in an accusatory or fighting manner and then hear what they have to say if your partner is somebody who is mature and godly, he or she will most likely respond, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize I was doing that and I'm going to make a difference from today. But if your partner is the one who is attached to his or her family and who sees nothing wrong with it, that is when you realize that you really have a big issue on your hands because it is no longer the case whereby he's doing this ignorantly. It is a case whereby he doesn't see anything wrong with it so if he doesn't see anything wrong with it and you have discussed it with him try to show him how it is affecting you negatively try to show him how you are feeling left out and it's going to hinder both of you from really becoming one from really achieving deep intimacy if the decisions that are controlling your home are being influenced by others, leaving you out of it, you can definitely not become intimate in that way. So try to make them see how this attitude is going to affect you and is going to affect your relationship. If that works, all well and good. If it still doesn't work, if the way it's affecting your relationship doesn't bother them, then 
you need to go to God in prayer. And you can go to God based on his word. Father, you said a man must leave his father and his mother and cleave to his wife. Therefore, and cleave to me as you have said in your word. It is 100% within your right. You can look for books that deals with such matter of controlling in-laws or toxic in-laws. So seek outside counsel through books or better still, through people. Look for a godly, matured, seasoned marriage counselor to discuss with this is what i'm experiencing in my marriage how do i go about it i believe that if you begin to take these steps things will begin to get better and you begin to see improvement in your marital relationship do not stay in that situation where your partner is being hindered from achieving oneness with you because he's attached to somebody else outside of your marriage your marriage takes precedence to every other relationship your partner may have apart from his relationship with God. Therefore, it is important that you deal with this attachment syndrome so that you can achieve oneness and intimacy in your relationship. A summary of what I said you can do is to first discuss it with your partner. Bring it to his attention. If he doesn't respond to that, begin to pray about it. Begin to ask God to give him the wisdom and the strength to obey the scripture, to live and to cleave. Seek outside counsel through books or through people that can guide you and provide clarity based on the specific situation that you are in. And I pray that God will help you. Next week, we're going to be looking at another obstacle to good in-law relationship, and that is criticism. So watch out for that. Have a lovely, lovely day. God bless you. Thank you for listening. I'm grateful for the privilege to be a blessing to you. What will you remember from today's episode? Take a minute to record it as a voice message or type it in the comments. Doing this helps you to be conscious of the changes you're going to make in your relationship and it encourages others to listen and transform their relationships as well. So it's a win-win. Don't hold back. Let's do this together. Leave a comment now. God bless you.